going on in the beginning of the service, so we're just going to jump in into it. Uh, Wednesday nights, we've been talking about the book of James. The book of James is a great book. Uh, it's a letter that the, the brother of Jesus wrote, and uh, we see in the first couple of uh, verses, uh, the brother of ja- uh, Jesus, James, is writing this book to the uh, the scattered Jews, the 12 tribes that uh, scattered in the, during the diaspora, and he's writing these the to these uh, Christian Jews that have received Jesus and and the book of James is a very functional uh, book it has the theology in it is very straightforward and very functional is and, and, and so it's such a great read um, to read but pastor uh, Man, he's really been just doing a great study. He talked about trials and perseverance. And so tonight we're going to study um, and we're going to continue a little bit further. But let's uh, go ahead and just do a quick read of the uh, first couple of verses. It says, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kinds. Because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Man, that's my goal. I don't know about you. I pray that God will will uh, grow me to where I'm uh, mature and complete, not lacking anything. Amen. If anything, or this is where we're going to focus on tonight. If any of you lacks wisdom, if any of you are, are deficient and in, in wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. Amen. We, we serve a God that doesn't find fault, but he's a generous God and it will be given to him. But get this, but he, when he asks, when you ask, when I ask, we must believe and not doubt. Because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. This man should not think he will receive anything from God. He is double he is a double-minded man and unstable in all he does. Man, James is talking about trials, persecution, and uh, he straight chairs, praise God. Oh, sorry, I just had to straighten that chair. Uh, it was throwing me off. So James is talking about persecution and, and trials. And, and, and when you study a, a, a verse, uh, anytime you study the word of God, you have to read it in context. Context is everything. Uh, there's so many scriptures that, that have been read out of context. You can pretty much make the Bible say anything you want to. We can take two words and, or a couple of words and, and, and the Bible says there is no God, but really it says there's no God before the God, you know? So read it in context and also knowing a little bit about the cultural background is so important. So we know that James is, is writing to the Jews in the diaspora. They've been scattered throughout, uh, uh, Rome and, uh, the Roman empire, the, 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 the Greek territories. And, and so, and they're facing many trials. James is actually writing this, right? Um, they believe right after the first martyr of Stephen, Stephen, gave his life. So we know that they're going through great trials, probably more trials than any uh, of us that have lived here in America um, face. 
trials. When we think of trials, we think of somebody talking bad about us, right? <laughs> when I think about trials, I think about when we had four kids and $2 in the bank. And that was a trial. I'm thinking, how am I going to feed these kids? Uh, I could float a check for a couple of days. We think about trials like that. Meanwhile, I have an iPhone and I'm texting people, you know, trials. And, and so to put this in a little bit of context, uh, James is saying, look, when you face trials and you're, and, and you're trying to persevere, ask God for wisdom. God is a God of wisdom. We should have godly wisdom. And now there's a great deal difference between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. Great deal. If, if you like to read the word, uh, we, we have an app. Uh, uh, iPhone app, uh, uh, Android app, and we have a reading plan on there. Uh, I'm going to have to repent too because I was a little slack this month about posting a new one. Uh, that's my fault, and it's up now. But uh, so check that out. But today, uh, if you if you kept up with the reading on the app, we talked about uh, we read about Solomon, and I think this is and I didn't plan this, but it's a great uh, scripture. It's the story of Solomon um, taking over the throne of his uh, from from David. David has, has passed away. Uh, then Solomon's brother tried to take the throne, but really Solomon has the rights to the throne. So Solomon's on the throne, and God says, Solomon, I will grant you anything you ask. Ask whatever you want, right? And so Solomon says this. Solomon could ask for anything, a new car, a, uh, a, a Bentley, new chariot, whatever they had back then. Uh, he could have asked for great riches, great power, but instead of all that, Solomon asks for wisdom. Come on now. He, God said, look, Solomon, you can ask for anything and I will grant it for you. I, I think about me, I'm like, man, what would I ask for? You know, of course, I, I'm, I'm a pastor, so I would ask for something very spiritual. And I like wisdom and, and all that. But uh, who knows? But uh, I'm not in the Bible. Um, so he asked for wisdom. It's, it's such a great testimony. God's so uh, uh, just impressed and, 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 and wild that he asked for wisdom. He said, look, I'm not only am I going to give you wisdom, I'm going to give you all these great riches too because you asked for wisdom. You didn't ask for something selfish. He said, God, give me wisdom and knowledge so I might be able to, to uh, govern these people. And God blessed him. He was bl very blessed by asking for wisdom. God gave it. I wonder how many times we would be blessed if we just began to ask God for wisdom. Because, look, we're going we're gonna to face trials. It doesn't say if you face trials. It says, uh, my brothers, consider it pure joy when you fa face trials, not if you face trials. We all face trials. But the question is, what do we do when we face trials, right? James is saying, ask God for wisdom. Wisdom will, will show us what to do in these trials. And in the midst of the storms in life, we have to ask God for wisdom. And then he says, but ask God without doubt. Don't doubt God. Don't doubt God. I want to talk to you about Asking God for wisdom. So we're facing trials. You're facing something in your life. Maybe tonight you're facing something bigger than you. You don't know what to do. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's, it's a job. Maybe it's uh, uh, friction with family. 
Maybe it's a marriage, what, whatever it is. Maybe you're fa- we, we can probably all say we're facing trials tonight, right? I know I'm facing things in our life. Uh, you know, me and Rand are facing things and, and uh, sicknesses and, and the family and whatnot. Uh, and so what are we going to do? We, we ask God, we go to God, we say, God, I'm facing this trial. I'm in the middle of the storm. Please give me wisdom, right? Say tonight you're on your knees and you're, you're praying, God, give me, give me wisdom. What is God going to do? We, we've asked God for wisdom, right? Without, without doubt, we believe that God is going to give us wisdom, and it's funny in the Greek, uh, the Greek, the connotation there is, is that, that God is this giving God that gives generously without finding fault, right? It says without finding fault. So God is looking down. He says, and you know what else? Uh, it takes a little bit of humility to ask God for wisdom, right? Because if you're asking God for wisdom, it's saying, it's saying God, I don't have the answers. We don't really like to admit that sometimes, right? I, I, I like to think I know uh, the answers, and if I don't know the answer, I'm going to make something up to make it look like I do know the answer. <laughs> I was just kidding. I don't do that, but I might. Um, years ago, uh, years ago, my father-in-law is great, and he's, he, you ask him something, he, I don't think I've ever heard him say, I don't know. And, he, and he's wise. He, he's very knowledgeable, but we found this uh, birthday card for him. Uh, and it's this, this older man, he's standing on the shore, and there's this younger man next to him, and he's like, Grandpa, what is that over there? And it's this, this big pond, and there's this pond has this, this landmass that kind of goes in, and almost like a peninsula, and, uh, and, and the grandpa goes, it's a stick out. See how it sticks out? He's just making stuff up. He doesn't know. And, uh, and so we thought that was funny. We got it from our grandfather or for uh, my kids pop out, my, my father-in-law. And so it, it takes humility to, to admit that we don't know. It, it takes humility, humility to say, God, I need wisdom in this situation because I don't know. It's bigger than me. I don't know. It hurts for us to say that sometimes. I don't know. So we're, we're saying, God, I don't know. I need wisdom. We're praying in a very real sense, and I'm not going to super spiritualize this, but uh, I want us to talk about, talk about this very functional today, tonight. What happens? We ask God, just think about this. We ask God, God, I need wisdom. And we believe and we don't doubt. We're facing something. We don't know how to handle ourselves. We're, we're, we're asking him in, in true humility. What happens? If we're praying at home and it's quiet like this, you probably just hear this. Unless you're super, maybe you're way spiritual, more spiritual than me, and God rips the roof off and he goes, this is what you need to exactly do. You need to take five, five paces this way. You know, like, I, you know, I, I pray and I trust God. And so many times as, as, as people, we, we pray and we don't know what to do. We're, we're at wit's end. We don't know what to, you know, we're looking at the, the account. We're looking at the month. We, we, we're looking at dead ends and we're, we're praying, God, I don't know what to do. What's, what's my, what's my plan? God, give me wisdom. And it's silence. It's dark. We don't know what to do, but we've prayed. I want to give you some practical things 
I believe that God first gives us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. When we ask God for wisdom, when James was telling these, uh, these Jewish Christians, look, you're facing death many times. You're facing persecution. You're going to get beat for your, your faith. You're, you're, you're facing very hard times. And, and, they, and they didn't have the Bible. Right? So what does James tell him to do? He's saying, ask for wisdom and God will give it to you. How is God going to give you wisdom? Is the question I'm asking. How has God given these, these Jewish Christian people wisdom? Well, we know it was after the, the upper room experience. And we know that Jesus had went to the cross, died a sinner's death in our place, and then sent the Holy Spirit to the, the earth. I believe that God will first give us wisdom in situations through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, like our brother from the Philippines was talking about, Glenn, he, was, he said that God, the Holy Spirit is Yahweh. The, the Son of uh, Jesus, the Son of God is Yahweh. God, the Father, we believe in the Trinity of the, uh, of the Godhead. The, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we believe that, that, that God, the Father, is in heaven. He, he is, he's outside of time. He, he's all-powerful, all-knowing. He's, he's this great, generous God that loves us. And, and then he, he sent his son, we, which is God. He sent him to the earth. He left every splendor of heaven, every, you know, he, think about heaven. Heaven's a perfect place, right? This blows my mind. Every time I think about it, it makes me so grateful for Jesus. It's a perfect place. No weeping, no pain, no sorrow. It's perfect. Jesus chose to come to this earth to be wrapped in flesh, to experience everything we experience, pain, suffering, joy, peace. I went into the fruit of the Spirit there. But uh, he, he faced every temptation that we feel that we face. He left everything in heaven, Jesus. So we know that the Father's in heaven. He sent Jesus. Jesus died the sinner's death, right? He was crucified, beat, mocked. Really, that, that was what we deserve. But Jesus said, no, I'll, I'll go do that. So he dies in our place, this perfect spotless lamb, and then he sends the Holy Spirit. It's the upper room. And, and now we have this promise of, of the gifts of the Spirit, which is what? One of them is the gifts, yeah. But one of the, one of the spiritual gifts is wisdom. God gives us wisdom first through the Holy Spirit. I believe that the Holy Spirit will, will, will you know, that Holy Spirit is that, that thing inside us, you know. Sometimes it's unexplainable. We just know, you know, what decision, what job to take. If we ask God for, for guidance, I believe the Holy Spirit is there. And the Bible says that, that uh, he, he guides the steps of the righteous. He guides the steps of the righteous. So we know that, that God is uh, ordaining our steps if we're living for him. The Holy Spirit is literally going before us, making a path. So we have to ask God for wisdom without doubt, and then God will speak to us through the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, I was, I was just really praying about this and thinking about it. The, these, these Jewish Christians were facing trials. They didn't know what to do. James is writing them, look, persevere, first of all. Persevere in your trial. Second of all, ask God for wisdom. And I was thinking, God, how are you, how 
are you going to give them wisdom? It's one thing asking for your wisdom and believing that you're going to get it, but how? Where's what's the nuts and bolts? You know, and and I believe that God was showing me that He He gives them wisdom uh, through the Holy Spirit. He began to speak th- speak to them in their trials through the Holy Spirit. Second of all, second way we get wisdom from God is the Word of God. The Word of God is is 66 books all compiled together and and it's ordained by by the holy spirit the author of the the bible is the holy spirit he used uh he used all kinds of men to pen this word of god and really the bible is this revelation of of a god that loves us it's the revelation of of uh, of the fall of man, it's really a love story. If if you if you want to look at it, I love the Bible, and I'm sitting standing on a soapbox right now because uh, everyone, you know, I just believe the Bible is the best book in the world. It's the best drama in the world. You have you have war, you have blood, you have guts for you guys that like war. Uh, there's a story even where there's this big fat king and, and he got stabbed in the stomach and he's so fat, the knife goes in him and his fat overtakes the knife. I mean, how awesome is that? Um, you have, you have uh, for, for you girls that like love triangles, I mean, there, there's King David with Bathsheba and then his, his uh, other wife, Michael, and then there's murder on top of that because he, you know, it's, it's this great drama of, of the fall of man. I'm like, how can you not like the Bible? You like all these shows and whatnot, and I, I mean, the Bible's full of great stuff, people dying and, you know, just... Everyone in the Old Testament um, dies by the sword, you know, and I just like, I don't know, it's just maybe me, I I think of things weird, but I just always picture like the sword, just a one sword, like going around, like killing people, fall by the sword, and it's just a sword, one sword, maybe not. Um, keep going. Uh, so the Bible uh, is great. God gives us wisdom through his word, his word, his word. So first of all, he gives us the Holy Spirit, right? He speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. And then he gives us the word, which is is his, what is James 1 says? It says that that Jesus is the word and was, was, was the word and is the word pretty much in flesh. And so he gives us the word of God. Man, the Bible, it says the, hide, hide his word in our hearts so we may not sin against him. Man, God's word. Second Timothy three sixteen says that that all Scripture is God breathed, useful for teaching, training, and rebuking, and or I mess up rebuking and training in righteousness. Man, God's word is full of wisdom. Solomon asks for wisdom, right? And then he begins to write Proverbs. Let me tell you, if, you, if you're new to reading the Bible, you don't know where to start, start with a proverb a day. You can't go wrong with that. Because there's 31 Proverbs, and most months have around 30 days. So start a proverb a day keeps the devil away, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe he'll attack you more because you'll be getting so wise. He'll be like, oh, I can't take it. Um, so... Ask for wisdom in your trials. Ask for your wisdom. My wife spoke, uh, kind of taught, 
preached. She doesn't like when I say preach because she's like, I'm not a preacher. She's such a, she's a great teacher, though. And she talked about parenting. And if you haven't listened to that message, she'll probably kill me if she hears me encouraging you to go uh, hear her. But she, she, she gives you great wisdom in that. And, but she's talking about having wisdom, asking God for wisdom in your parenting skills and, and ways to deal with situations. And, and, and she, she brought up a great point. She was said, she said, when something's bad ha- happening, what do you do? Do you go ask God for wisdom or do you go to your friends or do you go to Facebook or do you go, you know, what do we do when we're facing trials? Do we sit down and, and pray and seek God and open his word See, the Holy Spirit gives us wisdom, right? I said the Holy Spirit first because he, he fills us. And, and uh, when we're saved, there's a measure of the Holy Spirit there. And then uh, we believe in the spiritual, uh, spirit baptism. And, and it's a second definite work of grace. And, and so the Holy Spirit speaks to us, but he speaks to us through his, his word. Man, I, I remember when I first got saved, I, I, um, I, was, I was raw to death. I was not a good person before I got saved. And I got saved when I was 16, and I was full of anger and, and rejection. And, and uh, I, was, I was living with my aunt and uncle at the time, and I was actually coming off drugs. And, um, and I was this, this punk rock kid that's full of anger and bitterness, coming to church smelling like smoke and, uh, you know, other kinds of smoke and um and God God got a hold of me and I man I'm just so grateful for what where God's brought me but I remember the first time I was reading the Bible and the Holy Spirit spoke to me it was the greatest and I remember it like it's yesterday I was in my um uh, in my room which I was having to share a room with my cousin at the time I was it was a basement kind of apartment for us and um, I was sitting there reading the the story of Abraham and Isaac where Abraham takes Isaac to the mountain and begins to try to uh, sacrifice him great story the Bible's great read the Bible it's so good and so he he lifts the knife and he goes to sacrifice his his son Isaac and God stopped and said, no, 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 no. And then provided a, a, sac- a, a, a ram to sacrifice. And I remember God spoke to me so clearly. And, and it's not even about the message, um, but God illuminated that story so much in my life and really spoke to me. God does that in times of trial. Man, if we're facing trials, we don't know what to do. Let me encourage you. Don't first go to... Facebook. Don't first go to the internet. There's great things on the internet. I'm not saying that you can't because I Google stuff. Oh, I Googled the sermon. I was just kidding. I I didn't. I didn't really. Um, But I use Google all the time. And so I'm not saying that you don't go to the internet. There's great resources. But what do we do first? What do we do first? We need to go to the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Speak to me, guide me, show me what to do. Second, we need to open the word of God. Open the word of God. Uh, Google the word of God. Uh, if, you don't, if you're facing something and you need something topical and you don't know where it's in the Bible, Google that. Google that you know. Find scriptures. Uh, open the, the Bible app. Come on now. I mean, we have the Bible 
everywhere we go now, it's on your phone. It's great. And uh, praise God for that. But it's every, it's so accessible. We need to, even if you don't like to read, uh, my kids have, have been listening to it on the Bible app. They just listen to it because Bella's like, I can't pronounce half their names, Dad. So I just listen to it. I'm like, that's cool. I was like, come up with uh, clever nicknames for them. And I was like, that's what I do. <laughs> if I can't pronounce it, Mr. J or Jehoshaphat or something, I don't know. Uh, but... Man, we have to go to the Word of God. First, ask the Holy Spirit to, to show you. And then I promise you, as you're reading the Word of God and you're, and you're really seeking God, the Holy Spirit will illuminate His Word. He will show you things in the Word that you've never seen before. Man, anytime pastor gets up to preach, uh, Pastor Josh, any, anytime I get up to preach, either I have to pray and ask God, illuminate your word to me. Show me something to tell these people because it, because it can't come from me because that would be lame, you know, because I have nothing to offer unless it's from the Holy Spirit. And so we have to, when we face trials, when we face hard times in our lives, seek the Holy Spirit. Then look at the word. Third of all, and this is, I I made this last on purpose, but find someone, find a spiritual leader. Look, God has told us, don't forsake the assemblings of yourself together. The Bible says that. Why? Because we're a community. No man is an island. We need each other. God first wants us to have vertical relation and then horizontal relation right think about the cross it's vertical and horizontal look we need to first seek god ask the holy spirit to speak to us search his word and then i want to encourage everyone have somebody a spiritual advisor a mentor you know i have my wife which is like she's like Solomon times two. She's so wise. And if she's always right, just in case she's around the corner, she's always right. I'm just kidding. Most of the time she is right. I'll be honest with you. And I'm like, and I've learned, I've learned through hard times. And she'll be like, Brad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's cool. And then she always turns out to be right. And I have to eat my words. Um, but, uh, you know, find someone. If, if you're not married, you know, I would say first, you know, go to, go to your spouse and, and, and you guys have to be a team and, and, and pray for each other during hard, hard situations. Find someone that you can go to. Above Rhiannon, uh, or other than Rhiannon, I should say, I have a, a pastor friend, my, a dear friend of mine, and, and uh, we don't talk every day, but he's always there for me. Anytime I have a hard time or um, um, I just need prayer or, you know, I'm facing something hard, my, my, my pastor friend is there. Pastor Roland's always there for me. He's a great mentor, too. And I, and I can go to him and I can text him, hey, hey, Robbie. And, and I'm like, hey, you know, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he'll, he'll just talk to me. He'll, he, he's very wise. And, and um, I was going through this hard time one time years ago. And, and I almost quit ministry over this. And uh, I almost just quit church, honestly. It, it hurt that bad. And, um, and I was walking through this dark time in my life. And, and I had Rhiannon encouraging me there. And it was great. And I, I was seeking the Holy Spirit. And 
um, seeking his word. And, and then I text my friend, and I'm like, look, you know, I'm it's devastated, blah, blah, blah. And he, and he was there. He prayed for me. He, he, he shared this burden. That's what the church is there for. The church is here to, to share each other's burdens, to, to help each other, to hold each other in prayer. Like our, our brother from the Philippines, we're, we're going to pray for him. We're going we're gonna to support him in and, and, and prayer and, and, and other things. And, and we're here for each other. It doesn't matter if you're a world away or in our backyard. We, we're here for each other. So I want to close with this. Just a quick teaching tonight. I hope God spoke something to you uh, tonight and encouraged you, maybe challenged you in a way. But anytime we're facing trials, because we're all going to face them, it doesn't, you know, Jesus said, they're gonna, they hated me, they're going to hate you, right? And he said, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Take heart. We're going to face trials. And, but James is saying, even when you face trials and you're, you're trying to persevere, you're trying to, to get to the point where you're mature, complete, not lacking anything, he's, he says, ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom. Do not doubt because if we doubt, we uh, shouldn't receive anything from God. We're just a, a wave tossed back and forth by the wind. So when we ask God for wisdom, how does he give us wisdom? How, how does that come to fruition in our life? It's through the Holy Spirit. It's through his word. And it's through great Christian counsel. Because let me tell you, we can search the internet and find anything we want, you know, if we're going through a hard time with our, our marriage. or And let me tell you, it, it's okay. Can I just say, I don't know why I feel this. It's just, anno- anno- I don't know. I just feel... God's anointing all this. It's okay to go through hard times. It's it's okay not to be okay sometimes. You know, me and Rhiannon, we we've went through hard, dark times in our marriage, like bad times. And and you know what? We made it through it. We 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 came together. We decided to pray, seek the Lord, ask the God to be in our marriage. And and I and you know I'm I'm pastoring your youth. You know so. Uh, you know, and if it happens to me, I know it probably happens to you guys. It's okay to, to go through hard times. It's not okay to stay in hard times. It's not okay to give up. Press on. Persevere. Ask God for wisdom in those times. Ask, ask the Holy Spirit to show you, to give you words, to give you encouragement, to give, to, to give you light to, to what you should do. You know, influence. The Bible says... Uh, I read this scripture the other day because I was talking to uh, a young person about drinking. And, and it says, do not get drunk, which leads to the debauchery, but instead be filled with the Spirit. Uh, and what he's saying there is, is just like when you drink alcohol, it influences your decisions. When you fill your, your body with alcohol and you get drunk, it, it leads to bad decisions because the alcohol is influencing you in negative ways. The same way, in contrast, be filled with the Holy Spirit so much that he begins to influence the way you act. Just like the, the negative way that alcohol does, begin to fill yourself with the Holy Spirit so it influences your decisions. So it influences the way you act, the way you carry yourself. Man, we need to be so full of the Holy Spirit that it, it begins to, to influence, it begins to change, it begins to give us wisdom and, 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 and ways it will it, change your life. 
So be full of the Holy Spirit. Get in his word. Get in his word. I probably tell the youth that all the time. Get in his word. If you don't feel like reading the Bible, it's probably because the enemy wants you not to read the Bible. It's not because God doesn't want want you to read the Bible. And it's so easy to, uh, a lot of times I just put it on, uh, I play it audio and uh, on my drive to work and I get the word in there. And then when I'm studying and, and so it's so easy just to, to get your word in these days. You know, you don't have to carry like your, your grandmom's uh, table, uh, uh, coffee table Bible, you know, those giant ones that like, you know, it's like 5,000 pounds and, you know, you don't have to carry that. It's, it's on your phone. It's, it's, you know, you get in the word is, is my point. Get in the word. It's so good. Uh, there's so much great things in your word. Uh, and then find Christian counsel, be in the house of God. That's great. Christian counsel pastor will counsel you from the stage half the time you don't have to make an appointment because he tells you stuff from the stage it's like oh yeah and, you know get in the word of god get in the word of god get in the house of god amen yeah. amen man i just feel god i just you know we, we're such a great place in our church right now it's just a great spirit and um we're all going in you know for 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 god and um man thank you guys for coming this wednesday night i just pray that God spoke to you. And so if everyone would stand, let's just solidify this and